Hi folks, thank you for joining me for this week's episode. As always, I have the update with Desiree Tinoco from DCI. I am working tirelessly on new cases for you to bring you new full-length content. In the meantime, though, this is what we're doing. I'm Renee Nelson, and this is Unsolved Wyoming. Desiree, how are you? I'm good. How are you? Great. Thank you for joining me today. And so oh, I think we actually have some fall going on here in Cheyenne. How's the weather there? Yeah, it's been quite raining, Casper. <laughs> oh my goodness. It's great to have a little bit of a cool down from this 90 degree plus. Yeah. So yeah, I love it. Right. And spooky season is only 15 days away. Not that I'm counting. Right. <laughs> and so and and for my my listeners who've been asking, I will have some some spoopy stories coming out in October. So it will be fun. But Desiree, what are the updates from DCI? Sure. So we've got some wonderful news this week. They've uh updated their website. There's 10 cases have been resolved from DCI's database, and there's only three new cases that have been submitted. Marquez <laughs> came in age 13 was last seen in casper on august 26 he's mixed race approximately 5 to 105 pounds with brown eyes and black hair he was last seen wearing a red nike hat black shirt black jeans and white shoes anyone with information please contact casper pd at 307-235-8278 and some of the information on there isn't correct for dci's database uh, so we're working on correcting some of that off of their website Ethan Blair, age 17, was last seen in Bighorn County on August 26. He's a white male, approximately 5'10", 153 pounds, with blue eyes and black hair. He was last seen wearing a blue shirt and glasses. Anyone with information, please contact Bighorn County Sheriff's Office at 307-568-2324. Garrett Wells, age 16, was last seen in Lander, Wyoming, on August 26, he's a Native American male, approximately 5'10", 215 pounds, with brown eyes and black hair. He was last seen wearing black pants, black shirt, and a tan windbreaker with a Native American design on it. Anyone with information, please contact the Lander PD at 307-332-3131. Cheyenne Police Department asked for assistance via Facebook in locating a juvenile that was found a short time later. Rock Springs Police Department is asking for assistance in locating a runaway. Rock Springs Police Department is asking for assistance in locating 16-year-old runaway Savannah Seva. She was last seen in Salt Lake City on December 13th. She's biracial, Hispanic, and white, 5'4", 94 pounds. If you have any information, please contact Rock Springs Police Department at 307-352-1575. The family of Madison Mitchum is asking for assistance via Facebook in locating her. She ran away from Casper, last seen September 6th. She's 15 years old, blondish brown hair, hazel eyes, 5 foot 3 inches, 
If you have any information, please contact Casper PD at 307-235-8278. And of course, with all cases, you can contact Wyoming DCI at 307-777-7181. There's also an option to submit tips anonymously on their website. Well, I'm so glad to hear that we had double digits come off of the DCI website. And, you know, although three is three too many, I'm glad that it's lower numbers than it was the previous week. Yeah, yeah, it's great to see that. Um, you know, again, it's not surprising, like we spoke about last week, runaways, they kind of come in and get out of the system pretty fast. Um, so that's wonderful news. And today we just got information, sadly, remains of someone has been found uh, north of Gillette. They haven't um, identified the person yet, but they should be doing a press release tomorrow to go over some of their findings. Gotcha. Oh, that's heavy. And so we'll keep an eye out for, you know, how uh, things unravel there. So thank you for letting sure. us know about that. Yeah. And as, as sad as it is, it's nice to see that there's some closure for a family, hopefully, and they can find some answers and some peace with that. Sadly, that's... Um, kind of the best case scenario once people get out in the wilderness it's it's a uh, very unlikely for remains to be found most of the time definitely and and that is true the silver lining is at least there's some closure yeah well the other thing that we wanted to touch base on was although not wyoming related that we know of yet and we, we may not know because most of the time these cases stay pretty under wraps when it deals with minors is that U.S. Marshals rescued 14 missing or endangered children in Louisiana. It was known as Operation Summer Nights, and they were able to recover and rescue a 13-year-old in, in Dunham Springs. They went missing, let's see, I think it was, they reported July of 2022. She ran away believing that she was meeting an 18-year-old that she had been corresponding with in social media. And Desiree, this is something that we've talked about at length, and I think it's a really good reminder, you know, as we talked about with school starting up again and, you know, students being back on their computers a little bit more as a result, how important it is that we, you know, pay attention to our, to our kiddos and making sure that when they are on social media that they are practicing safe social media. Yeah, of course. And, and you know, kids on video games, texting, uh, it just, it can be really dangerous really fast. And obviously our children aren't aware of how dangerous it gets. We don't typically hear about these cases because once a child, if a child is found, it's such a delicate and personal um, situation. I personally know of cases that we've had right here out of Wyoming where children have been sex trafficked and later found um, and it's really just a sad situation all around and, you know, years of trauma afterwards and dealing with that. So making sure that you're paying attention to what your children are doing on social media. I know that there's plenty of apps available to um, track and monitor what they're doing. Uh, and there's a fine line of being safe and, um, you know, being a caring parent um, and, and still giving your children the freedom to do what they want. Right, absolutely. And I think that there's that aspect, too, of making sure that we do talk to our, our our kids about, you know, red flags and what those look like. So that way they can make, you know, good decisions when we 
can't, you know, be there all the time monitoring what they're doing. And so, you know, checking in is fantastic, but also making sure that they're looking at those, what, you know, that they know what those red flags are. All right, Desiree, do you have anything else for us? No, that's all for today. Thank you so much. Thanks for listening to that segment. I wanted to point out a couple of things. And so if you have been with me from the beginning, you might remember from the episode on 6-10, June 10th, where I had updates, I think actually about similar content of a human trafficking ring being broken up and discovered that there is an app that you can download free of charge called the Offender Watch app. So I recommend that if you want to hear more about that to go back to that June 10th episode. The website is also linked through the show notes. It's a really great app. I highly recommend it. It's specifically for phones and it's another way that we can keep kids safe. So be sure to check it out. The other thing that I wanted to update on was this episode that I recorded with Desiree was recorded on September 15th. And in that time frame, in the 24 hours since this has been recorded, the body found in Weston Hills that was mentioned in Desiree's update has been identified. And so I do have that article linked as well. And so, you know, just send some positive vibes to that family as they go through, you know, mourning this tragedy. Appreciate if you can do that for them. All right, folks, I am working on some haunted stories for spooky season. So that will be our October theme and as well as other cases too. And if you don't know, one of my priorities for this podcast is to make sure I'm ethically sourcing my stories. And so to avoid things such as trauma tourism, you know, lots of, you know, buzzwords in there, but my goal is to always make sure that families are on board when telling their stories. And so if you are listening and you have a story that you want to tell that falls into the unsolved, either, you know, homicide, cold case, or missing person, reach out to me. I would love to work with you. Or if you have a family friend or, you know, a friend who would be interested in in working with me, send them my way. And so, again, I don't tell stories unless I have a family member on board because this is hard stuff. It's not easy. 